Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Christians are in church. Father, we thank you for this offering. We'll bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Christians are in church. A few people told me that they, have, they, are no, they will not be in church tonight because they are trying to work to cover for days for the camp. So it's a good cause if it's true. If it's true, it's actually a good reason. Hallelujah. There's a good reason. I would trade anything just to be able to sit at Bishop's feet. So I, I think it as a good reason. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So tonight, uh, let's look into some Bible studies. Hallelujah. Doctrinal studies. Tuesday's teaching. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why mature Christians come to church on Tuesday. Amen. Amen. Good. Let me read a scripture to you and then um, we'll study it. Are you ready for some, some Bible studies? Okay, let's look at Matthew 13 from verse number 13 to 17. Therefore speak I to them in parables. Oh, are you there? Please hurry up. It's Tuesday, short Bible study. Wednesday, all day work, so. <laughs> Are you there? I said Matthew 13, 13. Good. He says, Therefore speak I to them in parables, because seeing they see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of, of Isaiah, which said, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their ears eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their hearts and should be converted and I should hold them and I should heal them. The next verse is but blessed are your eyes. May your eyes be blessed. Amen. I say may your eye be blessed. Amen. I say may your eye be blessed. You say but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them 
and to hear those things which you hear and have not hear them. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I've been talking about um, the life of the uh, for the convention what your life is supposed to be as a believer. Hallelujah. What the type of life you're supposed to lead as a born again Christian. Hallelujah. Because Jesus was the one who talk, first told us about being born again. Hallelujah. So when he spoke about being born again, Nicodemus, Nicodemus was, go to John 3, just in case people don't know about what I'm talking about. I'm sure you all, all of you should know by now. John 3. John 3. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles except, thou, except God be with him. Amen. Amen. See, Nicodemus was a very observant person. And he, he said, look, sometimes if God is not with you, you can't do it. Hallelujah. Amen. And a lot of us lose that perception. Amen. Amen. We take things for granted. But you must begin to understand that some things God has not done with you. You can't do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So, so, so he, he said, look, no man can do this. No man can do these things. Miracle. That, 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 except God be with him. So the conversation, the conversation continues. Jesus answered and said to him, truly I said to you, except a man. So he made a comment to Jesus, look, what you are doing, God has to be with you. And probably he was suspending Jesus, oh yeah, yeah, of course God has to be with me. You have to watch Jesus carefully. You know, he, he never seems to be distracted by people's comments and praises. I'm sure most, people, most of us will have said, of course God, has, God is with me. What do you expect? <laughs> You understand? But Jesus, Jesus had a mission to let the, tell the guy that you look. You must be born again. So your praises and your adorations does not move me. He still stayed on track. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm sure he has been seeing Nicodemus for a while in the temple. He said, this guy has, been, he has to be born again. So he said, no, no, no. Because the answer the answer to the question there's no correlation. Somebody say that no man can do these things except God be with him. Then your answer is you must be born again. <laughs> it's like you didn't hear my question. No, he had it fully right. But he demonstrated that. See, Jesus always had a reason. And he is never deviated from it. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking with this comment with John. He said, Jesus answered said, very well said unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot. See the kingdom of God. He cannot. Hallelujah. Amen. He cannot see the kingdom of God. See, he cannot see. Which also is also another, which also if you look at it carefully, what was Jesus doing? He was doing miracles. And Nicodemus said, look, the miracles you are doing, God must be, be with you. Then Jesus answered, look, let's say if he was answering to him, he said that, Except you cannot see, not enter, you cannot see the kingdom. He didn't say you, should, you cannot enter the kingdom. He said you cannot see. Except a man be born again, you cannot see the kingdom. So the kingdom is for those who have been born. It's those who, been, who can see the kingdom. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you hearing me? You must see the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Which you were probably was referring to the miracles. And the kingdom of God is a miracle. You can see the kingdom. Because in the kingdom, in the kingdom keep asking about miracles. So, no, you cannot see. So if we assume that he was asking, answering the kingdom directly, then he was trying to say, the kingdom, what you are seeing, the miracles you are talking about, that's the kingdom of God. And, and unless you are born again, you cannot see. You cannot have the miracles in your life. So Jesus was saying that being born again 
because it's having miracles in your life. You cannot see. Hallelujah. Amen. Except the man, but he cannot see the kingdom of God. You can't. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Next one. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he's old? He was totally confused. Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? As I said, he was, off, he was, he was still, he, he wasn't getting it. So Jesus began to break it down again. Jesus answered well, and said, Until the, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot, you see, this is what he's talking about, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Enter. See, enter. See, enter. See, enter. Without see, you cannot enter. So the first way, the first way he say you cannot see. The next way he say you cannot enter. If you do understand. Because you are not likely to enter into something you don't see. So if you cannot see yourself with a certain state, you cannot enter there. That is why when God wanted to bless Abraham, he said, come out. Look, as far as your eyes can see. So if you are a Christian who cannot see, you can't enter. So your, so your entry or your breakthrough comes with your ability to see. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You must see before you can enter. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. See. See. See before you enter. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yes. You must see. If you can't see, you cannot enter. So the first time you cannot see. They say, no, you cannot enter. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. You can see. There's a lot of us, we, 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 we don't see the two words that he used. Yeah. But the first one was, you cannot see. Yeah. And then he said, you cannot enter. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Which is very important. Because all through scripture, it talks about whenever there's, a, you see, whenever there's a miracle, you must first of all see it. That's what I'm saying. Where there's no vision, my people perish. You must have a vision. Hallelujah. You must have a vision. God usually will show you a picture for you to enter. So if you cannot see, you cannot enter. Hallelujah. Except that, then he begins to explain again that which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So he's not beginning to talk about what he, what he actually means to be born again. You understand? Okay. So, seeing and enter is the result of being born again. Are you hearing me? It's Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday teaching service. The result of being born again is that now you can see and you can enter. But the process of being born again is now, it's not to the process. That being born again is a spiritual thing. It's not a flesh thing. You understand Jesus Christ? That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is not. Then, then he said, marvel not that I said unto you. Don't be surprised. You must be born again. Because I'm sure Nicodemus was probably a bit confused. Now, if you are talking about being in church and Christianity, I, I, I'm an elder in the temple. I, I, I go to the synagogue. Me and the rabbi, we are cool. So what is this? Are you hearing me? You must be born again. Then, then, then he throws in this one that we'll be explaining. The wind bloweth where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell when it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is everyone born of the Spirit. So, so he, he, he starts by telling a look. To see the kingdom, you must be born again. To enter, and if you see, you can enter. Then he concludes by, look, when I say somebody is born again, the person's life is like a wind. Do you understand? Jesus was a very good teacher. He said, when I say, you see, you see the person, the person who is, somebody who is born again, his life is like a wind. Just as we are, the wind, you have no, the wind blow it where it listed. The wind cannot be predicted. So is somebody who is born again. His life is supposed to be supernatural. His life is supposed to be miraculous. 
his life, he, he must, because the whole, the whole, mind you, the whole conversation started about, because of miracles. The, the, I'm talking about the, the, the genesis of the conversation was the miracles. It was a miracle that made me the most go to see Jesus. This is not you are doing, I tell you. I have been in this temple. I have seen the rabbi. If God is not with you, you can't do this thing. That's how the whole thing started. Then Jesus began to break it down. Look, the, 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 I mean, the kingdom, seeing the kingdom, the kingdom of God has to do with miracles. And you must see it first. And when you see, then you can enter. And it is, it is not for everybody. It is for those who are born again. Then the guy was confused. What do you mean are born again? Mother to mother. I said, no, it's not flesh. Born again means your spirit must be renewed. And actually, when somebody is born again, from, the, the, one of the things that show that you are born again is that you are not predictable. You are like a wind. Your life is not predictable. Hallelujah. Amen. It means supernatural things. You walk, you, you, you live a miraculous life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. So, I was sharing, so based on that, the question is, how come that most of us don't experience the supernatural? Even though we are born again, you see, that's why I read the second scripture. Born again means automatically you must live in the supernatural. So how come that we, we are born again and we don't live in the supernatural? What are we missing? Ask your neighbor, what are you missing? What's the missing link? Another, you understand? Because you are supposed to. That's all. You are supposed to. So how come we are not? Hallelujah. How many agree with that sometimes we are not in the supernatural at all? Yeah. That's why I read the scripture in, 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 in Matthew 13. Do you understand? He said, he said that, he said, he said that uh, for this purpose, heart is what's gross. And their ears are dull of hearing. And their eyes have, have closed. Their, their, their eyes are closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. Hallelujah. Blessed are your eyes. Blessed are your eyes. Blessed are your eyes. Blessed are your eyes. And blessed. He says the reason why it's not that it's not happening. But you can see. That's what you're trying to say. See, seeing they cannot. Hearing they cannot hear. And the reason is because their hacks are wax gross. Maybe that's a very English, old English, wax gross. But it means that your heart, are, your heart is insensitive. Insensitive. Impermeable. Insensitive. Dulled. You see, your senses can be dulled. See, your senses can actually be dulled. You see, their hacks, their hacks is wax, wax gross. Understand? Which which is what the Bible calls the hardness, hardness of heart. Your senses can be dulled. For example, um, if you take people who do a lot of hard work manually, you see, people who do a lot of hard work manually, after a development, it's hard. Rough. When they shake you, they'll be squeezing you, but you, you say... <laughs> But you see, it's not intentional. They don't feel it. <laughs> they don't feel it, but you feel it. Do you understand? Are you hearing me? They have, and, and, and it comes from the repeated trauma. So they have become insensitive. It's, and the same thing with your heart. 
When your heart does not respond immediately, after a while, your heart becomes insensitive. The same thing doesn't prick you again because you keep on doing the same thing. It doesn't prick your heart. So your heart becomes insensitive. So something that's supposed to affect you doesn't affect you anymore. Doesn't affect you anymore. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. He said they have become insensitive. And because of that, you see, and you can become spirit, you, see, um, you, see, you can become spiritually insensitive. Because it's not that the thing is not, but see, you, 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 you have become used to it. To the point that when the supernatural is happening, you don't feel it anymore. You have become indifferent. You have become indifferent even to the word of God. You just mix it together with the news. The word of God is the word of God is the same like CNN. It's like you look. It's how you put you all put in one. The word of the, the word of God, CNN, ABC News, NBC. News, we put all of them in one basket. They are all somebody's information. <laughs> yeah, insensitive. Do, do, do you get it? Yeah. I said, and because of that, I said, because of that insensitive nature, you hear, but you cannot hear. You see, but you cannot see. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. So it means that we need to be sensitive. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are sensitive, you will hear. See, that is why sometimes, even when you are preaching, somebody scatters a certain revelation. Someone is wondering, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Why are you shouting? What's wrong with you? See, and the difference is that you are you are you are callous. You are not sensitive. Hallelujah. See, and when you when you walk in that state, you will not experience the supernatural. That's why I say seeing they cannot see. Hearing they cannot, but blessed are you. Blessed are your eyes because they see. And your ears because you see you are, you are blessed because you have a sensitive spirit, so you can see. That's what I say. Blessed are you. Blessed are you. Huh? Every time you have every, every time you attend a convention or crusade, you can see. You can see that miracles are happening next door, and somebody is not getting anything at all. I'll be chewing gum. And somebody is getting here. You are sick. So it, it should tell you that there is some anointing there, only that you are not receiving it. Are you hearing me? Blessed are your eyes. For they see. Amen. That is why you have to be very careful about your heart. Is it your heart, eh? Guard your heart. You see, always be sensitive. Because you see, if you don't take care, like I was speaking, over time, your heart can become hardened. Repeated trauma. trauma, Thank you. Your heart can be hardened. Things don't move you anymore. You become, you know, things don't move you anymore. It's like, you know, you've been around for a while. This we know. Yeah. No. Be very careful. God forbid. God, if you rather shout, God forbid. God forbid. Yeah, you must always be sensitive. That's what Jesus Christ said that the greatest in the kingdom must be like a child. Children are always believing. Are you hearing me? So we should not become callous. Our heart should not work. You see, repeated, repeated trauma makes you callous, actually. Are you hearing me? And therefore, when you see, you cannot see. And it's the same thing with sin. That is why you shouldn't play around with sin a lot. Because sin has a way of dulling your senses. After a while, the thing that you confess when you do, if you keep on doing now, you don't confess anymore. You have adapted to it. That's what the Bible tells that's, that's, that's that scripture. Your conscience, having your conscience seared with hot iron. Because the, the same thing that used to prick you now, it doesn't prick you anymore. So tell me, when you watch a certain movie, you feel so bad. But now you watch, when you watch, you want to watch part one, part two. 
preaching here. Yeah. But some time ago, and you feel so bad watching this movie. But now your questions has been seared. So you can even watch it on a Saturday night and come for the set on Sunday morning. But sometimes we even watch it from sometimes we even want to watch it, you watch it Monday, very far from Sunday. <laughs> From Sunday, but the Father and I want to watch it on Saturday night and come and leave present from Sunday morning. Conscience, see it. Hallelujah! I said, Hallelujah! I'm talking about the supernatural, but we are getting there. Amen. Hallelujah. So, he said, that's, that's the problem. Your heart is dull, you're not sensitive. To spiritual things. So it's not that it's not happening, but you are not seeing. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. So, uh, uh, so, what are the, uh, the barriers? You see, the dark spirit. Okay. Another, another strong barrier. Okay, another strong barrier, maybe I'll show you then I'll come back. You see, of us, which prevents us from walking in the supernatural, is in 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 2, verse 14. 1 Corinthians 2, 14. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. But the natural man, Receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually the same. Are you hearing me? You see, the Bible said, the verse said that the wind bloweth where, where it listed. So is everyone born of the spirit. Okay? Which means that when you are born of the spirit, your life is supposed to be supernatural, unpredictable. But here, it says that the natural man receiveth not, not the things of the spirit of God. Not the sinful man. The natural. Not the sinful man. The natural man. The one who is natural. The one who is logical. The one who is calculating. The one who wants to explain everything. When you have that attitude, you can never walk in the supernatural. For they are foolishness unto him. You see, the first one I'm talking about, the first group of people who cannot walk in the supernatural are the ones who are wax cold. Who, okay, you know, who because of trauma, sin, they, they are not sensitive. But here, here is another group. Natural. Very, very cackle. Is it because the Bible says when you are born of the spirit, you are like a wind. You, your life is illogical. Is it, and that is contrary to natu- nature. Natural people, natural people want to be logical. Analytical. That's natural. Analytical. And the Bible says that when, uh, you, when you are like that, you cannot receive the things of the spirit. Because the things of the spirit of God are not supposed to be logical. They are spiritually the same. You can't calculate it. You see, and some of us, by default, maybe from the, because of the home, your education, your background, your profession, well, you must understand it. If they don't add up, it's very difficult to swallow. And I don't blame you. Yeah, are you hearing me? I mean, if they don't add up, I mean, some of you, if they don't add up, Look, it's difficult to accept. <laughs> it bothers your mind. I mean, if, I mean, you if they don't add up, because because you take yourself as a serious person. Look, I'm not a joker, okay? <laughs> yeah, it must add up. That's how you take yourself as a serious person. So. The numbers don't add up, you know. You cannot, you know. It, but, but see, but as much as 
it is good to wait for the numbers to add up. The downside that you also not see the supernatural. Yeah. You will not. You will not. Because the just shall live by faith. I said the just shall live by faith. I said the just shall live by faith. It says, for the, um, the, the natural man received not the things of God, of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Yeah. They have to be foolish to you. If somebody comes to tell you that, look, be, uh, what is even foolishness? Give me an example. I don't even know what an example of foolishness is. Huh? What is foolishness? So somebody, somebody, what somebody, if somebody tells you it sounds stupid to you. Foolishness to you. <laughs> I mean, foolishness, even spiritual. What, what is foolishness? Like, look. Somebody come and tell you that, look. Pay your time. Exactly. That's actually foolishness. That's actually good. I mean, I mean let, 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 let's be serious. Let's be serious. That's a good example. Let's, let's really, really be serious. That's a good example. Here you are. You have bills to pay. You did accounting in school. Income versus expenditure. <laughs> As you are standing there, you have hundred dollars. And when you add your bills, your bills are ninety-eight dollars. Ninety-eight dollars bills. And your income is hundred. So you have only an excess of two dollars. And here this preacher man is telling you. <laughs> take 10 and as soon as you take the 10 you are left with 90 and you are asking yourself that where, where would the 8 dollars be where would the 8 dollars be and, and you are the type of person who don't, who don't want to be irresponsible you want your, best, your bills to be paid no, I don't want to be irresponsible okay I want my bills to be paid I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to act irresponsible. So, 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 listen, let me take care of my bills first. And after I take care of my bills, whatever is left, I'll give it to God. Okay? So, if two dollars is left, that's what God gets. Because I don't want to be irresponsible. Now they are telling you that Pay the tide first. It's, it's not. <laughs> Proton. Are you serious? Preacher man, are you serious? Reverend, are you serious? Bishop, are you serious? Yeah. And you are, you are telling us we should not be in debt. If I don't pay, what do I need? <laughs> The same person telling us we should not be in debt. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're telling us we shouldn't be in debt. How will I not be in debt if I owe $8 every month? <laughs> yeah. The natural man. The natural man. You see, you see, so so by that logic, you shut off breakthroughs, supernatural, divine provision. You shut it off. No miracle money. You shut it off. You shut it off. You shut you shut it off. Somebody saying that you don't have to pay for this. Take it free. You have closed that door. Yeah. You've, you, 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 you've cut off that door. That, that, that says that uh, the, the door that look, instead of paying 2000 for this, you can get the same thing for uh, 1200 wow. You shut that door. Yeah. He's rebuking the virus. You shut that door. That suddenly you find that your, your health is stabilized for the next 15 years. You don't pay medical bills. You shut that door. Natural man. 
So suddenly, you see, because the, the supernatural man, he's like the wind. You see, but now you have brought yourself into the naturalness. Whereby now you live the natural life. And the based on the natural life, it says that when you get this diagnosis, this is what it means. When you get this paycheck, this is what it means. When you have this degree, this is what it means. You have brought yourself from the supernatural to the natural because you calculate everything naturally. You shut certain doors. Hallelujah. Neither can you know them because they are spiritually descend. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, a, a great hindrance to us walking in the supernatural is, 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 is carnally minded, logical. Logical. We are very logical. A lot of, some of us are very, very logical. But, but you see, you need, to, you, you need to move into the supernatural. tell something. Another good example is even praying in tongues. Praying in tongues doesn't make sense. Kalama, What are you saying? What are you saying? Whole day. Instead of going to work, you are lying in your bed. Listen to me. Read some book and get some knowledge. I mean, tongues. Kalama, so, black, tender, yabab. I didn't know what did I say? Are you hearing me? But, see, that, that's, but, but Rob said, even though your mind is unfruitful, how big in the spirit? So, so it is one of the things that requires a lot of faith. If there's one prayer that requires a lot of faith, it's something that after you shout a clap, blah, blah, you must believe that God has heard what you said. <laughs> you have to believe it. You have to believe that whatever my problem, God has heard it. It's a lot. It's one, because, you understand? I get any kalabalaba, your child, kalabalaba, your money, kalabalaba, your job, kalabalaba, your school, it kalaba one thing, kalabalaba, come on. <laughs> one hour. Yes, sir. So, 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 so after you've done that, you must believe the verse that says that, look, this thing that I don't understand, it has answered all my problems. Anything that I need to pray about, this I don't know, this prayer has answered it. And walk with it. You need a lot of faith. Praying in tongues, you need faith. That, that is what some, look, there, there are whole denominations that don't believe in speaking in tongues at all. Okay, like the Baptists. Baptists don't believe in speaking in tongues at all. They are very good, but they don't believe in tongues at all. Okay, so a whole denomination that don't believe in it at all. It's real charismatics. And when you, if you think about it carefully, it is, it is one of the greatest acts of fear. That after you have shouted, screamed, you must believe that this thing that I have said is an effectual prayer. Yes. And that by this, God has heard me. And there's no proof. After you finish saying, it's not that you're going to hear a voice. You're, zero. <laughs> if you don't know about that, you are done, you are tired and you are hungry. But you have to believe it. Amen. Hallelujah. That is the reason why a lot of people struggle with speaking in tongues. That's what, that's what some people, because you see, if you think, do you believe in the whole, do you speak in tongues? No, come, let me pray for you. Then lay hands on the, speak, speak, speak what? Speak what? <laughs> you understand? Give the, the person verse. It's like a river. It will flow out of your belly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a river to flow out of your belly. Say ba ba. Say ba 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 ba. Say ba 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 ba. The person is looking at. <laughs> yeah. Keep saying it. The person is just looking at you. You need faith. You really need faith to say that this ba ba la 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 is supernatural and not your mind. Because even Ezekiel can say ba ba ba. If I tell Ezekiel say ba, he'll say ba. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you need faith. I mean, that's what the natural man. The natural man. Hallelujah. Receive it not. 
So, 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 so we, we, we need we, we, we need to that we need to have that foundation that look being born again equals walking in the supernatural. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And that being born again is not only going to heaven. It means you also live a miraculous life. Amen. And therefore your life must also not be logical. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Must yeah. yeah. not be logical. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. Has yeah. it? It shouldn't be logical. Your logic is that a man must find a woman and marry her. But your life is supernatural. You are a woman, you find a man, you marry her. It's illogical. <laughs> you didn't hear that one, so you don't you didn't say amen. <laughs> because you are supernatural. Anyway, as that's by the way. Are you hearing me? Now, the third thing I want to say before for today, before we close, that the supernatural is not always spectacular. Sometimes, some of us, the reason why I said the supernatural, but for it's not, it's not the supernatural is not necessarily spectacular. Sometimes, because some things are not spectacular, we don't think it's supernatural. When we think of supernatural, we must be, oh my God. No. If you think of supernatural things as spectacular, not all supernatural things are spectacular. If you think of it that way, you will miss a lot of supernatural things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like Tuesday service, yeah. If you, if, you see, if you have that mind, that so long as the thing, you know, you always think, I, I mean, for, you to, for it to be supernatural, you must feel some good wimples. <sighs> nah, nah. I don't feel it, nah. Nah. I remember I, I heard one preacher say that if supernatural things are supposed to give you goose pimples and goose, then rock artists and rock concert musicians are very spiritual. Because when you go to a real concert, they can give you them. So if, if supernatural artists are supposed to give you good pimples, then some of these rock artists are very spiritual. Because if I tell you, you see people crying, it hurts emotions. If that is what is spiritual, then they are very spiritual because you go to you go to the concert, people actually cry. See some of these young girls, ah, they are crying. I love you. I love you. I love you. And if, if, if uh, what's his name, Dustin Bieber, if they touch you, it touch me. Supernatural things are supposed to give them. They, they, those guys are very. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you see, what what I'm saying is that not necessarily. Amen. Are you here with me? For example, let's look at the scripture. The supernatural thing is not necessarily spectacular. Hallelujah. A good example is this one, John 14, 26. John 14, 26. But who? But who? Is it a supernatural being? Is it spiritual? Is the Holy Ghost spiritual? Say, by the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. And bring all things to where? Your bring all things to where? Your what do you remember with? What do you remember with? How do you remember with? Your brain, your mind. And the Holy Ghost brings things into where? He brings things into what? He brings things into what? So, have you ever thought that maybe even the fact that you remember something is supernatural? Yeah. The fact that you were going and you remember, you remember, you remember you have left your key. Do you know that maybe it was the Holy Spirit who brought that thing to you? But because it was not spectacular, I don't think it's the Holy Spirit. He will bring all things. What's what I've said to you? 
So the father, your father, you even remember to do something. That moment. That moment. And no later. Have you ever thought that it's the Holy Spirit? It's not. It, it was not sensational, but it is still supernatural because he brought something to your memory. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Yeah. So the supernatural is not, it's not it's sensational. It's not spectacular. Because the Holy Ghost brings things into your memory. Into your memory. Yeah. I forgot, I mean, I, you forgot about the, 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 the what you said, but suddenly you, you, you the, the fact that you will remember that, that part of the exam is supernatural. You see, but we don't attribute that as supernatural. You see, in our everyday work, I'm, I'm telling you, see, most of us, most of us in our everyday work do not attribute memory as supernatural. We take it for granted, not saying. But the father, you establish, oh, just, just, let me go and bring my car key. Or oh, let me bring this book. I, you step outside. How many have stepped outside and forgotten something to go and remember it before? Many times. Many times. Oh, you left some money. They could remember. Go ahead. Oh, I didn't lock my door. Let me go and lock my door. I mean, one person that every time we will, you ask me, do you close the garage door? It's my wife. It's like a, since, I, I told her, I have a system. He said, go and check. Have you someone left the you haven't closed your door? Nah. Uh-huh. You have to go back. That's why you go in the door, it's not locked. Are you hearing me? But you see, we trivialize it. We take it for granted that these are all supernatural. The Holy Ghost brings things into our remembrance. You see, and why am I saying that? Because there's a verse in Hebrew. I think my time, we are going to close. We'll continue next week. There's a verse in Hebrew. We say, who by, use, who, by, who by reason of use have their senses exercised? See, the reason I'm saying that, I'm, I'm going to go into common things next week. Have their senses exercised. Exercise. Exercise to discern good and evil. You see, it, it means that it is something that uh, for, the more you use it, the more you become sensitive to it. Have their senses exercised. Have their senses exercised. So, so, so it's like it's like exercise. The more you, you, you do something, you become good at it. So if you begin to realize that the Holy Ghost can bring things into your memory, the more you pay attention to that, you become good at it and develop it even more. Yes. Hallelujah. If you, see, the more you get used to it, that look, the Holy Ghost speaks to me through my mind. And you get aware, have your senses exercise. You become more used to that method. You, you, you become very good at that form. Or that way of interacting with the spirit. So suddenly you say that you are very sharp. So whereas other people have not developed, you have developed it. To the point that when every time you are stepping out, Holy Ghost remind me. Holy Ghost remind me. You know that this is a sure way by which the Holy Ghost speaks to me. Hallelujah. So, so whereas some, somebody, it will fly over you, it is sensitive. That look, Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit speaks to me through my memory. Hallelujah. So when you are aware of it, you will develop it. And as you develop it, it becomes a key channel. Another channel is dreams. Dreams. All through the Bible. Look, most of the dreams that the people have, they were not spectacular. No, no, no. They were not spectacular dreams. I can tell you. The dreams that we see that prophecies came from. What, what was Nebuchadnezzar's dream? A big tree. And the tree was cut down. Haven't you dreamed about a tree before? <laughs> huh? Haven't you had a dream about a tree before? And when you woke up, what happened to your dream? Have you ever heard about a tree before? Are you hearing me? Yeah. So, it's, it's, are you hearing me? So, the what I'm trying to say is that it's when you are con- that's what it is, when you are conscious, 
when you know when you have a question of the supernatural and you develop it, it becomes more of a sure way that you can hear from God. Because people who have developed their dream, some people who have actually developed their dreams, that when they dream, they know that this one is from God. But you have, you have not developed your dream. So when you dream, you are not sure whether it's from God, whether it's from the Banku, whether it's from your... <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? By, that's what I'm saying. But strong we belong to them. Hopefully. Those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern. It's like, see, they are perfected this method. I'm talking about spirituality. And you find that everybody, as you become a Christian, you perfect the method. You perfect the method. As you get spiritual, you perfect the method. Like somebody that even, even like when, when I'm ministering, I, I know it's a method. I know that every time this thing happens, something supernatural is happening. I feel it. I perfected the method. So as soon as I say, no, God is speaking, and I, I know. I, I hear me. It, it, it's always like that. Because dreams, we all look, that's what dream, we all dream. But some people have perfected their dreams. They can tell that this dream is from God. This, 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 this dream is from Kinky. <laughs> this is from multiple of activities. Because when you read through the Bible, all the dreams, the, the, the book it was a tree. Uh, Jeremiah. He said, what's here now? He said, I see an almond tree. How did you see a dream? And God said, thou seest well. That, what, what do you see well? Just a tree? Joseph's dream. Uh, Pharaoh's dream. Seven fat cows. Haven't you dream and seen cows before? <laughs> you have seen cows in your dream. You have seen cats in your dream. You have seen dogs in your dream. You have even seen lizards. What did it mean to you? Nothing. But is it possible that God was speaking to you? But because you have not developed it, you couldn't pick it up. Strong it. All right, stand up to your feet. We are done. Okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com. And visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.